When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like ugly Christmas sweater karaoke and holiday music bingo. Plus... Happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. You lead a busy life. The last thing you have time for is shopping, prepping, and cooking a healthy homemade meal. With Chef, enjoy authentic meals freshly prepared by the best local cooks in your community and delivered to your door. No prepping, no cooking, no subscription necessary. It's one less thing to worry about after a long day without sacrificing the quality of a homemade meal. Schedule your meals with a local cook at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S dot com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Hot Off the Mess. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and today is like a very big, exciting day, kind of a major day for me. I got to interview one of my favorite housewives of all time and probably the most controversial. It's probably my most controversial opinion that I love her, but I got to interview Candace Dillard Bassett. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you know that I ride hard for Candy Gal 09. I was blown away by this interview that I did with her. She was so fun. She was so honest. She gave us all the tea on this season of Houses of Potomac, season five. I mean, we even touched on that and the whole, you know, altercation. And of course, I wanted to get her thoughts on Erica Jane and Lisa Rinna because I know that she is a huge fan of the Housewives Cinematic Universe. So you will basically hear all of that towards the end of the episode um, after I update you on everything that's been going on with Bravo. And of course, um, in order to get some of the unedited portions of the interview with Candace, go to thedip.com to read the exclusive parts of our chat that are not in this podcast. On thedip.com, that's D-I-P-P with two P's. Um, you can read what Candace has to say about Eddie allegedly cheating, Wendy's new boobs, and you can also read what she really thinks about Mia. Like I said, the girl did not hold back. You really need to read those. So when you're done listening, go to thedip.com and use the code HOTM for 20% off your annual subscription. So, all right, let's get into the episode. So I just want to start at the top with some news, um, just to catch everybody up with what the fuck's been going on in the, you know, BCU. I have to tell a little story of what happened the other day. 
So the other day, little Frankie posted a photo of him and his girlfriend. And now I've seen her before. I know that she takes lots of photos in parking garages because that's the Gen Z aesthetic that people are going for on Instagram. And I've actually seen some people that I follow personally on like my personal Instagram taking photos on like tops of parking garages with their families. I don't fully understand it, but I guess like we're going for the neutral vibes here. I It's confusing, but whatever. So I went on her Instagram and I had posted, I said, oh my God, Frankie's girlfriend looks just like Dolores. And I had, you know, of course it wouldn't be a Bravo historian story or post without a spelling error. And so I didn't make it clear that I meant it little Frankie. So, I mean, I was getting DMs on top of DMs like, oh my God, why is Frank dating someone so young? That tracks like bubble. <laughs> Hours later, I have big Frank in my DMs. Frank Sr., who I love. We all know I love. We all know I have a, an Instagram album or not an Instagram album, a photo album in my phone of Frank holding things because whatever he holds, he just makes look like so teeny tiny. It's like the best. But so he was in my DMs basically like, please correct this. Like I have idiots in my DMs like asking me about this and like it's just not true and I was like yeah oh my god I didn't mean you like I thought people had fucking no offense guys brains that would figure this out like of course he's not dating this girl like I posted a photo of Frankie and the girl like it was I thought this was obvious but Frank was like yeah people can be dumb and then he called me babe so I mean I'm thinking a fall wedding you know, just love him. And then he was like very happy that I, you know, corrected and, you know, made it very clear that he is not uh, dating this girl who's a child. Um, But also I do think Frank is dating someone. I don't, I just don't know who it is. I haven't figured it out yet. Also, let's talk Summer House really quick. Summer House, Southern Charm. So I heard Southern Charm will be starting filming next month. I think that's the rumor. I would love to see Naomi on. I would love to see Madison, Vanita, Leva. Like the women of this show, like make the show. The men are absolute garbage. I talk about it all the time. My disdain for Craig and Austin specifically, just because they're incredibly misogynistic and they're just mediocre white men that girls just like fucking fawn over. And I just don't understand. Like, listen, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I get the Austin thing on some level. I get it on some level because he's like six, five. So I bet like in person, he's probably like cute and tall and like kind of gumpy looking. Like I get it. I understand. But the Craig thing, like Paige DeSorbo, I mean, girl, love you. What are you doing? What's happening here? Why are you dating Craig? How serious is it? I personally, listen, I don't think it's that serious. Um, I think it's definitely, I think it's a smart business move, if you guys can get what I'm saying, like if you're picking up what I'm putting down. I think that we don't need to see these men on three shows. Southern Charm was enough for me. And then they got put on Winter House together. And now they're going to be on episodes of Summer House. I thought Summer House was like safe from these clowns, but apparently, apparently not. And then they like to tease us because there has, there have been photos that look very, between Lindsay and Austin, it looks very cozy. If you guys know what I'm saying, like there's some romantic hands being placed there's, you know, she's on his shoulders at a concert at one point, his hands obviously on her thighs, 
And so obviously the internet was going crazy over the last couple of days. Like, are they dating? Are they dating? And Austin was quick to be like, no. And he said, what a shit show that would be. And I'm like, okay, I appreciate the self-awareness because it truly would be. It would be a nightmare. And then I had someone in my DMs telling me that Lindsay and Austin are not dating and that Lindsay was like making out with some guy at a concert and she saw them at a bar, I believe, uh, making out there too. So who knows what the fuck's going on there. And then of course, there is Mackenzie Dittman of Love Island US. She's not from the UK. Uh, There's rumors that her and Carl are dating. I just, I don't know. I, I just want more for our summer house kings and queens. And I just don't love this like thirst trap, like reality television crossover. Like it just doesn't feel nice. It feels kind of like when Robbie joined Siesta Key, Robbie from The Bachelor, who's like actual scum of the earth. Uh, you know, I just, I'm just not enjoying it. We'll see what happens. I know I'm going to watch the fuck out of Winter House, which should be coming. I mean, we should be getting a trailer relatively soon. I feel like they'll want it to air during the winter though. So I don't know. And of course we have Salt Lake City that, uh, premieres the September 12th. So everybody like look out for that. Also, we got the news this week that Real Housewives of Dallas is not returning. I don't think anyone is surprised by this. Like, It was a shit show, a racist gaslighting shit show. And I'm just disappointed that we won't get to see Tiffany Moon any longer. I loved her so much. I thought she was great TV. I thought she was super sweet, down to earth, smart, had her shit together. Like I really just enjoyed her so much. So I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that we might get a married to medicine type of situation. It is kind of funny to me that there were so many accounts like on Twitter and Instagram, they have their sources and they're like throwing casting rumors out there and like who's going to be filming and what's going on. Okay, obviously none of it is happening because it's getting canceled. Uh, I don't know if they're going to take a hiatus and maybe it will return to Peacock, kind of like Real Houses of Miami. Listen, I'm not totally sure, but I'm I'm glad that it's gone. I, I think we had hit a threshold there. And it's like when you have shows that are doing so well right now, like Salt Lake City, Beverly Hills, Potomac. I mean, New Jersey was great last year. Like we don't need to keep Dallas around for what? For fucking what? For all of us to complain? Like, no, that's not the kind of energy we need to be bringing into the Bravo Cinematic Universe. We don't need negativity. So I'm glad it's gone. I do love the fact that Brandy Redmond went out. Her exit was on a flat screen TV via the reunion in a, like they had a TV set up in a chair and she had a scrunchie in. Like the girl didn't even have a ring light. Like it was a total fucking mess. And I loved every single second of it because I just really just have never liked her. And that was when I first started my Instagram. Let me go on a quick little side rant here. When I first started my Instagram, I said I didn't like Brandy. I had gotten so much hate for this opinion. Like people were so upset with me that I didn't like her. And I was just like, listen, I don't like the cheerleader uh, still in high school. I peaked in high school vibe that she was getting. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't think she was funny. I didn't think she was interesting. I think she's got lots of darkness to her, like with her husband. And then of course, there are these blind items that just came out. So there was a blind item that just came out that someone in Dallas, like now that the show is canceled, embezzlement and cheating rumors are going to be appearing. So 
I don't know why, but I just have a feeling that that involves Travis Holman because I just don't trust that man. I do not trust that Humpty Dumpty. He looks like Wreck-It Ralph. Like, I just, I don't trust him. And I love Stephanie. I think she's a beautiful person. I I don't get how she's friends with Brandy. I think that, I think her and Brandy are like trauma bonded. Like, I think they are the women who like truly have so much darkness going on surrounding their husbands and infidelity that they like bonded together. I also think that they had like similar childhoods growing up. Like they both, you know, are from the South. They, I don't think they grew up with very much. And now they're like in this world where their husbands have tons of money and like very successful and I just feel like they're trauma bonded for life, those two. And I just, before we get into the Candace interview, I do just have to talk about Beverly Hills because that episode was probably top five best Housewives episodes of all time. Like this season is just giving and giving. It's incredible television. Every minute I'm just blown away. I am on the edge of my seat. It's it's television that like, I, it's must-see TV. And normally, you know, that is reserved for channels like HBO where they have Mayor of Easttown or Succession or, I mean, even White Lotus was like that for me. Like every single week I was like so excited to see what was going to happen. And that's how I feel about Bravo. And I haven't felt that way in a while. Like it's been rough with New York. So I'm just so excited that we're experiencing this with Beverly Hills. And I was texting a friend this morning And I said, and this might sound dramatic, but hey, it is what it is. Living my truth. It's nice to kind of watch this dismantling of like almost like a dictatorship within the Beverly Hills uh, cast. Because for so long, we've seen the quote unquote Fox Force 5 or whatever they call themselves really run the show. No one was questioning them. And if you did, if you went against this group, you were immediately out. I mean, let's look at it. LVP, Yolanda, uh, Brandy, Denise, like... These women who didn't, I mean, LVP, I think, is a whole different story. So I'm not, you know, I take that back. I'm not going to group her in because she was kind of a, you know, sniper from the side, if you will. But we never really saw anybody question them. And I think as a viewer, you were getting frustrated because no one was being held accountable. No one was being taken to task. No one was being, you know, like, and you're just like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, I'm not watching this to like see all these women like sing Kumbaya together and like, jerk each other off. Like, that's not why I'm watching. I'm watching because I want to see dynamics and layers and conflict and makeups and breakups. Like, that's what I want to see. So it's so nice because I love that Sutton and Garcelle have each other. Like, they're both on the same page. And when the women were trying their best to throw Sutton under the bus, Sutton really didn't waver. She, you know, Rinna did, Rinna tried her hardest. She was like, you need to be honest. It's like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Rena this episode was doing the most while also giving us the least. Like her little confessional where she was like, princesses worry about their reputations. Queens don't. And like there was a pause and it's like, girl, you really thought you were doing something with that. Like you really thought that that was going to be like <gasps> a moment. And it wasn't. It fell fucking flat because it's, it's bullshit. Like you can't, you cannot for years hold people's feet to the fire and question every single thing that they do. This woman questioned Yolanda's illness. This woman questioned Kim's sobriety. This like, and now all of a sudden you're going to be like, 
I'm, you know, going to take a step back. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Of course, people are going to call bullshit on you. Like, what do you think? Oh, she's so irritating. And then just the whole time. And here's the thing. It's been nice to be on social media and seeing the housewives, you know, social media world. Pretty much everyone is on the same page. And I can't think of a time when that has happened. For so long, it's been so divided and so nasty. And now I feel like we're all finally on the same page. I feel like we're all watching the same show. I have seen some people question, you know, well, why does Sutton care about her reputation? Well, guys, her and Erica, they're not friends. This isn't a best friend. This isn't a childhood friend. This is this is someone she's known for a year. And I'm sorry, but I agree. Like, I would be thinking of myself in the situation. Like, we're all on a show together. We're all getting roped in. Giselle on Bravo chat room last night did say she's like, team Sutton because when you're on a show like this you are going to be doing interviews you're going to be doing press and you're going to be asked about all of this over and over and over again and I just think Sutton is like yep I'm not going to be involved because something is not sitting right with me and I applaud her for that I applaud her for her honesty and Dorit girl oh girl she was so gung-ho at that fucking sister circle as Garcelle called it at the sister circle about Erica and the victims and, you know, Tom did the wrong thing and we should be questioning this and this isn't adding up. And then the moment she gets faced with Erica, silence, fucking silence. It's like, Erica, baby, we're here for you. We're here for you. We love you. We love you. It's like, okay. And I love that Garcelle was like, that's not what you were saying the other day. Dorit tried to ignore her saying that. So Garcelle was like, oh no, I'm going to repeat it until you fucking acknowledge that I said that because this is bullshit. And I appreciated that so much. And I appreciate Garcelle and Sutton and Crystal. Crystal carried the first half of the season with Sutton. So I think I appreciate her kind of taking a step back and letting this all play out, but also giving her opinions where she's like, Yeah, I mean, this is crazy. Another thing that made me laugh is these women are acting like this LA Times article was thousands of pages long. Thousands of pages. I don't know if it's they just didn't want to pay for the, you know, LA Times premium uh, subscription or what, but they were out of control. I'm just so excited. I I look forward to it every single week. I, I think it's interesting that Erica was like, oh, you thoroughly read it. So I was like, yeah, bitch, I read. Like, what do you mean? Of course I fucking read it. And also, how can Erica at one, at one point say, I don't know what's going to come out in the press. And then the next second, she's like, oh, well, I talked to his attorneys, like, et cetera, et cetera. Like, it's just not adding up. And to quote Sutton, I'm not buying the whole three-year package that she's giving us. It doesn't feel right. I feel like Crystal is also on the right side of history with this, where she's questioning it as well. I appreciate Kyle saying she's like I told Erica that I'm her friend and I'll stand by her she's like I'll stand by you if your husband's cheating on you I'll stand by you if you're going through a divorce like I'll stand by you through that but if you're involved in a Ponzi scheme or defrauding orphans and widows like that's when I'm like peace out and I 100% agree I don't believe in like blind loyalty no 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 that doesn't make any sense to me especially when it comes to like the extreme accusations and allegations that are being thrown around. Like, I would not want to be a part of that. No, of course not. Who would? Well, Rena, apparently. Because Rena, like, is... And Rena's trying to make it seem like, I don't care about my reputation. Like, I'm, you know, a true friend. It's like, 
girl, you don't really have a reputation anymore. You burn that shit to the ground. She doesn't care. She'd do anything for a fucking buck. She said it herself. So I don't know. I'm just excited. And here's the thing. I don't think Erica, even if she knew everything or something, would be able to say. And I did appreciate that moment with Garcelle and Kyle at the Christmas dinner because Kyle was like, I'm going to ask her straight up. And Garcelle was like, do you really think that she's like, if someone cheated that they would be like, yeah, I did. Like, that's just not reality. That's not what happens. Like, we have to be real here. Um, I also loved when Kathy Hilton said her little side comments at the table, like, oh, they're going to question you. So this is good practice. Like, you're going to get asked really tough questions. And this isn't this isn't over. So God bless her and her New York Times uh, spread that she did. Bless her. Love her so much. Okay, so that's pretty much all I have to say regarding Beverly Hills. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy my interview with Candy Gal. We talk about Drive Back, Erica Jane. We talk about, you know, Monique. We talk about it all. So I hope you guys enjoy that. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Let's be honest. Ratings and reviews are so important, especially when you're in need of a doctor. You wouldn't go to a restaurant if they only had one star. So I go through all of that with a healthcare provider. And after the last year, now is the time to prioritize your health. Whether you need a primary care physician, a dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, eye doctor, or other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. Just download the free ZocDoc app, the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again. ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. Go to ZocDoc.com slash H-O-T-M and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash H-O-T-M. Oh my God. So thank you so much for coming on. How are you? Yes, girl. You are the Bravo historian, honey. I had to come on here and get the history child. Yes. I have been watching, re-watching. Yes. I only start with Potomac at season three specifically because of Very you. Smart. Oh, yeah. God bless you. Like your entrance, <laughs> like you come in, you're in a red jumpsuit. Yep. It's like, yep. it's a moment. Red. What was that? It was the Sip with Socialites event. At the kangaroo restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that place. May it rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. It, what is it now? Is it anything? Um, I don't know. So my Chris, um, one of his business partners used to own two restaurants like within a couple of blocks of Oz. And he would walk by like on his daily walk, his Chris's business partner, and he would like see that they were building it out. And he was like, they're putting like at least a million dollars into this uh, build out. And they obviously didn't make that money back. So it was that was really unfortunate. But it had been something before that. So I'm sure that before the panorama, somebody may have tried to go in there and get it. But I think that her husband owns the building I think oh okay so you know it's not like a complete wash yeah well I mean that's good just it's one of my favorite things to ever be said you know try me in your kangaroo restaurant or something (laughs) don't try me in my home (laughs) 
Like what? Yes. And so where do I get this stuff? You have to know that there is like a compilation on YouTube of like all of your clapbacks. Do you know this? Maybe I seen. I think Bravo did one. Yeah, is that the one? They're not even. I want to go back in and edit because they don't have some of the best ones. Because for me, your best ones are ones that just like they kind of fly under the radar a little bit. Yeah, and then you rewatch and you're like, oh, (laughs) okay, and they're incredible. Yeah, I. The problem is. I don't remember most of what I say. Like I, I will be talking. I was talking to one of our producers the other day, and she was like, "Yeah, you said something." Or example at the reunion when I said, "Well, that's unfortunate." I do not remember saying that. Amazing. Like people just tell me these things, and I'm like, "When did I? When did that come out of my mouth?" And then I watch it back, and it's like, "Wow, I actually said that. That's crazy." Yeah. It like that meme was everywhere after the reunion. <laughs> like people were using that's unfortunate, like in text messages, my mm-hmm, friends and mm-hmm. I still use it. <laughs> like it's, just, it will live on forever. Insane. Um. So you first joined in season three as Ashley's friend. Surprise, surprise, right? You're right. I was thinking about that actually over the weekend. I was like, that's so interesting. I feel like we see that a lot on Housewives. Like we see yeah. people join with someone and then They are, like, no longer friends. I mean, Karen and Giselle are perfect examples. Well, yes. My thing is, Karen and Giselle are OGs, right? They came, they, like, planted the roots of the franchise of Potomac. And I feel like that is a different set of circumstances than someone like me or, like, someone like Wendy or Mia who joined the cast after the OGs sort of started to disappear. So I kind of feel like, and this is just me, I feel like if I bring someone onto the show, I'm, you have to like spit in my Wheaties and then try to sleep with my man for me (laughs) to be like, I'm gonna, you know, throw you under the bus or just not be loyal to you because Mm -hmm. I feel, I feel responsible. I feel responsible for Wendy because she came in under my wing and I, you know, I tried my best to be like like a, a, a sister friend to her and say, yo, watch out for that one. You could be friends with that one, but wear your helmet, girl. Like, so for me, it's like you brought me into the show and then you immediately just kind of tossed me out to the wolves and then you were shading me in your interviews. And now you're writing statements for the law to try to send me to jail because you because you mad that I was talking about your husband when everybody was talking about your husband, girl. Like everyone talks about Michael Darby. Yes, everybody, everybody. talks about Michael Darby. The he squirrel outside my mother's house is talking about Michael Darby right now. That's how much they talk about him. Speaking of your mom, <laughs> she okay. This is so funny. I was watching this week's episode last night with my mom actually oh, and she hi, was mom. like she yeah shout out to her she was like is that the girl with the mom and i was like <laughs> that is the girl with the mom <laughs> like she the was like that's, she was like that's the girl with the mom because my mom doesn't yes. keep up she's like yeah she'll only watch with me occasionally right so when, so, so when you came on screen you were holding the microphone on the bus 
And she was like, is that the girl with the mom? And I was like, yes, that, that is her. That is Candace. That, that is Candy Gal yes. 09. Uh-huh. Yep. Yes. yes. So how is she doing? She's good. She's actually being really loud right now in her room. She's on the phone. She's working from home today. Because um, we're working having like hurricane home. stuff. No, I'm actually in her home. Oh. This is her house. Okay. See, these are all pictures of me on the wall. <laughs> okay. This is her house. <laughs> And my grandma and my aunt, and those are me. Um, yeah, I'm. We're visiting home for for a, a, a bit, just to because I had a bunch of um, gigs and interviews and stuff to do down here, and I hadn't been home in a while. And then all my best friends are from here, um, yeah. like my middle school, high school best friends. So I, you know, I just wanted to come and soak up some home for a minute. So we're yeah, that's we're always nice. Yeah, I know. It's it's a recharge for me. I love being in my childhood home. And is Chris there? He's visiting with you? Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. He's here. Okay. Well he's he has like taken up residence in the basement because my mom's basement is like a, it's a whole house. There's a kitchen and a living room and like a movie a theater room and bedrooms. So he's he goes down there and I don't see him. You for, should bring your own cutout of like yourself. And put it in. I should. I have one of me. Yes. <laughs> you do? Yes, of I do. Of course you do. I, so when I first joined the cast, I don't know what possessed me, but I did a watch party for my first episode. Mm-hmm. And I had one made for my first episode. And I had a little, no, was it my first? Yes. And I had a little um, conversation bubble made that attaches to the cutout that says, I came from Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. I have that written down, that quote, because it's it's amazing. That yes. one, I mean, there's so many, Candace. Like Yeah, since I've, then there have been there have been so many, but the one that I say all the time is like, she came into my house and I gave her a beverage. <laughs> like, I see that one a lot. Yeah. It's so funny because it's just like, I can't even describe it. Like it just brings me so much joy and like watching you go through like the haunted house. Oh my God. I'm still trauma. Juan's birthday. I still have trauma from that, from that haunted house. Like there, yeah, that was the, it's called the Markoff's something haunted house in West Bumblefuck, Maryland. It's like North of Baltimore for anybody that wants to go. It's the scariest haunted house I will ever go to in my life. I'm done with haunted houses. Like, it just felt like there were like demon spirits just running around. It was so scary. I one time went to a haunted house and I'm like really jumpy. Like I get really scared and I don't hate being scared actually. Like I think it's kind of fun. But my friends know this, and they told the workers in front of this haunted house what my name was, and they didn't tell me. So I'm, like, going through this haunted house, and I have these goblins and, like, witches, like, whispering my name. I was so scared because they were, like, whispering it, like, all throughout. It was the scariest thing of my life. Oh, hell no. Yeah, I was crying. I was like, this is so horrible. But I would be like, I'm going back. I'm, I'm done. I'm getting out. Yeah. So what has been like your favorite season to to film? I mean, probably not season five, I'm assuming. Definitely not season five. No. Um, well, I would say 
four was always my favorite season because mm-hmm. people were asking on Twitter a lot recently, like, what's, rank your seasons in order from best to worst. And it was four was always first. But I kind of feel like six might be my, my favorite to film now. Like, now that yeah. it's done and I'm actually kind of watching it back and remembering what happened, just because it was, it started out as a fun season for me. Um, I think that it's definitely truer to who I am on a daily basis. Um, I, I really like resent that people will, people will like write about me that I'm, I'm like, I'm hateful and I'm jealous and I'm, um, I'm evil and I'm like just things that are just so like that just describe someone who is not me. And I think that a lot of it is because I was edited reacting to everything and I'm very emotional and I react to everything. And it just, it it painted this picture of me that is not accurate. Well, and last year, so so what I think happened is like, people were sleeping on Potomac and I have been Mm -hmm. like begging people to watch forever. And I think during quarantine, people were like, okay, I'm going to start from the very beginning and I'm going to work at, you know, make my way through the seasons. Right. And so then finally they got to watch season five live. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that was a really tough season for you. Yes. And for Candace Stans. Yeah. Like myself. I I I was like, yes, I was like, me and Dave were like, literally... Dave Quinn, shout out to Dave Quinn. Yes. Hey, Dave. We're like hey, Candace warriors on the internet. <laughs> we were like out of control. Like no one could tell me yeah. anything. And yeah. I was just like, I get frustrated because I think people forget that you guys are real. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And that like, that like <laughs> you were feeling like all of these different things at one time. Like you were yes. dealing with what happened, obviously, at the winery. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you were dealing with the social media aspect. You were oh dealing with like that was the worst. People watching it back, like yep, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you do it. I like how do you handle the hate? I, like I, I personally, I don't know how I would do it. Yeah, no, it's. I think that the and the funny thing is the people that are the purveyors of the hate would crumble. They would go jump into a lake. They would go into the forest and never come out. Like because it is it's a it's a mind fuck. Like unless you're Giselle. Giselle is like, I'm gonna have my toast. Giselle is probably one of the most unbothered people I've ever seen on television. She is unbothered personified. Like Wendy is black girl magic personified. She is unbothered personified. Because so during the reunion, obviously when the whole binder gate was going on, people kept like saying that she looked so shocked. And I'm like, she looked bored. She was, she was thinking about what she was going to have for lunch. Like the only time that she got upset and I, I was really, because I was sitting next to her and I was, so I could like, I was kind of getting her energy and I, she got really mad when that thing's husband was yelling at her, which 
I and I was I was upset as well because it's like, well, first of all, one thing about me and Chris will tell you this: I do not do masculine aggression. If you are a man, do not run up on me with no masculine aggression because I will throw a chair. Like, don't 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 run. Up. You're bigger than me. You could beat me up. Don't run up on me. And it's not like it's uh like Ray. Right. It's like exactly. Fo- it's like a big football player. <laughs> It's like okay, someone like, who played for the NFL is like yes, standing up. You I would be a little taken to, aback as well. Yes, like you are, you have lost it. You are crazy. So when he, when that was happening, you could see steam coming out of her head because she was like, "What the fuck?" Like, and she doesn't cuss. So she, I was that shocked me. But other than that, no, people just make up in their minds that. Because they would react a certain way. Everybody, and that's, it's it's all psychology. Like people, the way that they react to our show is a direct result of who they are and what kind of product of their environment that they are. So you're really kind of getting like insight if you're paying attention into who people are and how they react to traumatic situations or whatever kind of situations. Yeah. And people that are like, oh my God, Giselle, she was so, she was just beside herself. She was so upset. It's like, she was like staring off and she was laughing and staring off at this, but like she did not, she did not waver. Right. Like most of that reunion. So like, you guys are ridiculous. Yeah. Some of yous. I, a lot of yous. And I, (laughs) but I have to say like, I'm seeing people come around and on you specifically and they're like, oh my God, Candace is so fun and Candace is like a good time. And I'm like, yeah, where the fuck have all of you been for four years? Okay. Duh. Candace is always fun. She's always down to have a giggle. Like she's- Yes. Like- If we are not laughing, what are we doing? And she's an actress. Or, yes, She's a I try to things. I try. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, okay, you were, obviously, you were in the Netflix movie Family Reunion. Yes. I, and then you were my in times. the Christmas Lottery. Yes, I was. So, I'm from Detroit, and you worked with Kenya. Yes. <laughs> and Kenya's from uh-huh. Detroit. Yes, she is. There is a photo of Kenya actually framed um, in a Mexican restaurant. Like this really random like hole in the wall. I need to tell her about this. I know she Does would she never know? read my DMs. No. Oh my god. But I love Kenya, so I like want to go there and take a picture of it because it's you so should. random. And tag me, and I will get it to her. Yeah, because yes. it's so good. Like that's hilarious. It's, and it's like the most random spot. Like there's no reason Kenya. I don't think it's it's not one of those restaurants that like has pictures of celebrities all over the walls. It's like it's just, just Kenya. Kenya. And it's like an eight by twelve like little photo. It's really Ooh, that is hilarious. That's so funny. how is yes, she in know. real life? She's so nice. She's yeah. like again, I I really like believe in energies and like receiving people's energy and like picking up on energy. Her energy is so like calm and kind. She's actually has a kind energy. She gives like, she gives like big sister vibes. Um, Cause so when we were on the set um, of family reunion for Netflix, our dressing rooms were next to each other. And she, you know, she had scenes that were different from mine. So I didn't see her often until, until we were on the set, but there were a couple of times where we were in the same, in our rooms at the same time. And 
at one point, I was coming out of the bathroom and she was talking to somebody. And I was like, we need to talk. <laughs> I need therapy. Help me. Yeah, and she was like, okay. when were you filming this? Like, We, we filmed Family Reunion uh, at the top of 20, right before the panorama. It was the top oh. of 2020. Because okay. we, because so you it was, were like, we, yeah, we, it, we didn't like the, it hadn't happened yet. Nothing. It was still like, oh, they have a virus in Wuhan and it's taking over there. Anyway, <laughs> like it was not a thing here yet. Yeah. Um, even though certain, you know, I think that it was here. We just didn't know it. I think people were getting sick like in December and we just didn't know it yet. But we yeah. actually threw my mom a 60th birthday party. And we, like, I invited, like, 50 people, and we had this big soiree, like, in a, in, um, a Wolfgang, one of Wolfgang Puck's restaurants in, in the harbor. And everybody was there breathing on each other. And then I actually had to leave the day before the party to fly out to L.A. to do the table read. And then I came back for the party then I flew back to LA for the week to shoot Family Reunion. And now I think about that and I'm like, oh my God, like <laughs> I didn't get the Rona. Like what? Yeah, and nobody at the party got sick. Yeah. And That's nobody crazy. got sick. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that shooting Family Reunion was like the time of my life. It was a time that I hope to have again, but I, that show has all an all black writer's room. And the showrunner and creator are, are black. Um, a black woman created the show, and she's running the show. Um, I've never been on a set like that, on a Paramount lot in yeah. L.A. It was, like, a, it was surreal and just, like, just such a, such a, a beautiful moment, like a full circle moment, because that, the Paramount lot used to not allow people of color. You, if you were black, you couldn't come on the lot. And you couldn't go on most of the lots yeah. in LA. So to, to for the full circle moment for me is knowing that and then coming on and this being at the time my biggest role and you know it, it's being run by people that look like me. So that was incredible. And then getting to play a very a pretentious fool of a woman, a, a French woman who's actually from Detroit <laughs> was yeah. really fun. <laughs> and then. Yeah. That was probably cool too because I know Kenya has had a hard time with people on social media. So yes. to probably be able to like get that advice from her maybe yeah. or talk to her and be like, what? Because she's been doing this forever, it feels like. It yeah. feels like Kenya like has been on the show since the beginning. The beginning, yes. But yeah. um, And you're you're a fool if, you, if you're someone who's in my position who is newer on the network – and you don't take the opportunity to try and like garner some wisdom from someone who has been there and has gone through every iteration of cuckoo. So I, yeah, I was like, please help me. And she was like, okay. And we <laughs> sat in her dressing room and we talked for like 20, 20, 30 minutes. And she was just like, yeah, you just, you gotta, you know, you gotta be tough and don't let this get to you and you know move like this and do this. She was so nice. She's so sweet. That's so great. I love hearing that yeah. because I really love Kenya and so it's just nice like hearing that she's how yes. I envision her to be. Like I she's you know a, she's probably a, a, a so intimidating. 
I would be well, so intimidated by Kenya. I saw her at BravoCon and she was like so beautiful. I went to the panel yeah, and Portia really came yeah. like she wheeled out in a wheelchair with her boot and it was so funny. <laughs> and then Kenya came out oh and I, like everyone in the audience like gasped when they saw yeah. her. When they saw her and Cynthia, they everyone was just like, yeah. Oh my God. Like you're so beautiful. I yeah. saw Cynthia on the street when I was uh-huh. in New York City like back in June yeah. And like she was just like waiting for her Uber or something. Mm-hmm. Probably not an Uber. Cynthia doesn't take Ubers. Um, no, she's waiting for her her, her car like, service. Yeah. Like, what am I talking yes. about? Like, she's getting attacked. <laughs> so I, my friend was like, oh my God, Sam, look right behind you. And I was like, and I look and there she was. And I was like, oh my God. And she oh was so God. nice. I took a photo with yeah, her. She's I crossed really myself oh. out of it. <gasps> no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. I looked like a country freaking bumpkin. I looked oh my God. like a bag of mashed potatoes next to Cynthia <laughs> Bailey. I was disgusting. <laughs> so I was just but like living the, the picture. I the- proof. Like I met you to be able to say I met her. You could see like part of me. You know what I mean? Okay, like, so I, there, yeah. I was there. Okay. Okay. I There's just like. that you were in the photo. Yes. Yeah. And I tagged her on Instagram and she didn't repost, but it's fine. Oh, it's you. You know. Anyways. <laughs> Oh, my mom's coming out. Are you coming out? <gasps> okay, you can walk by. <laughs> I don't know if your kid, she's camera ready. <laughs> oh my god! You, I'm they, dying. we won't see you. Okay. Just walk. I but can say hi, her. Sam. Hi, Sam. Hi. <laughs> she said hi. Okay. Now, where are you and Karen? Because I loved the relationship you and Karen had. Me too. I did it's too. very sad that she chose to go the way that she chose to go. Yeah. Um, Wrong side of history. Wrong side of history. Yeah. So are we going to see like any reconciliation? Are we going to see you guys together at all this year? Like, um, or is it just kind of like you guys are cool with each other, but you're never going to like go back to being how you were? I don't think that we have any other like one-on-one moments. I don't think I could be wrong because I forget everything. Um, but yeah, no, it's just like a. I could kick and scream and be angry and say every exactly how I feel, but why? Yeah, like, like what the energy would be going to nothing. Like, it would be going into the trees, like yeah. giving giving the trees bad oxygen. Like why? Yeah. It's just not worth it to me because it's just cle- it's just very clear that Karen is at work. She's working, and she's, she's always been at work and working. Read between the lines, um, listeners. Yeah, she's at work. She's at work. Now, I will say that I I don't think that the totality of our friendship was fake. I do believe that there were real moments. Mm-hmm. But I I think for, you know, 98% of Karen is being at work and working, which, I mean, okay, we all come to work. We all have to, you know, come together and be overly bombastic at Yeah, times. you're on. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a time and a place for that and when I'm spending time with you, a lot of time with you outside of filming and outside mm-hmm. of like the confines of 
principal photography as it's referred to. Um, I, you know, I, I expect and I think that we're building a real friendship. Yeah. And, you know, it's just very hard to process that even in the off time when we were friends, that was also you being at work. Yeah, that's probably hard to like, I would have a hard time reconciling with that. I do. How do yeah. I move forward with that? Yeah. yeah. That'd be really hard for me. Yeah. Um, I don't want to ask you too much, obviously, about season five, because I feel like that's like, yes, yeah. that horse is with T'Challa, but... My lash does not want to talk about season five, honey, but okay. My mom had a lot of questions about your lashes, had the cast lashes, actually. Oh, okay. She was like, so are they real? And I said, I don't know. And then she said, well, how do you know? And I said, well, I don't know. And she just like was fascinated. She was like, are they extensions? Are they strips? Like, what's the situation? She's very... Yeah, I... Okay, so mom, I... You, when you see, anytime that I'm filming, I, I have individual lashes. So I wear okay. like the elaborate, like they're like big, this or bigger, and they're like touching my eyebrows. And it takes like two hours to get them done. You have to get them filled in. It's a lot of work. Um, and then when we wrap filming, a lot of times I will let them fall out and just, you know, let my real lashes kind of come back breathe. in because it can, yeah. yeah, let them breathe. Um, so right now I'm doing that. So I'm wearing a strip and I hate strips because they are unruly and they are, they're disrespectful and they do whatever they want. So. They have a mind of their own. They do. Yeah. And then, so I tweeted about this last week and I had a lot of people in agreement that your wedding is the most beautiful Bravo wedding of all time. Oh, really? Because there have been some funky weddings. There have been some weddings, yes. Like, I yeah. love Miss Tamara Judge on Real House of Orange County, but she had a bicycle hanging in her altar. She Oh, she did. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, that was a bit much. I mean, that was a moment. Candy's wedding was a thing. She did, like, a coming to America she, theme. She did the whole thing. With, like, the dancers, and that was crazy. Yeah. Nene had a nice wedding. But, I mean, I, obviously I have wedding. to agree. Yeah, no. Our, my wedding, our wedding was, um, it was amazing. Like, I often, like, wish, like, at least once a month, I wish that we could do it again. I want to go back and do exactly everything again. Like go back to the Met. Like our venue was stunning. It was a stun. It was the Andrew Mellon Auditorium on Constitution Avenue in Washington D.C. It's like like quintessential D.C. in this historic government building. Just like my gown. I had trees. I had trees. You had trees. You had clouds. I had clouds on the ceiling. Yeah, like it like, was spectacular. I, thank you. I and Chris, so shout out to Chris my loves wedding you planner. So much. He does. He he deals with me and my crazy. Yeah. Like Candace, he loves you. Like his cute. I love how you guys interact with each other. Like I remember at your. Uh, I think it was your anniversary party. It was the Diamonds and Denims party. Yes. People were like, yep. where is he? And you were like, I don't know. He's walking around with some Jodeci earrings in. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, I love you so much. It was yeah. incredible. He's a mess. Because he used to have like three or four holes. And he he what? took them out and they closed up. Yeah. he Four? Yeah. yeah. 
And he would wear those earrings, I think, are his old earrings that he used to wear in his ears. Like, he was for real. Oh. Yeah. All right. And he used to have, like, a a John B., like, thin, connecting, I don't know what you call this, like, beard thing. chin strap? A chin strap, yes, where it would come. Yes, he used to have that. Like, there's a picture of him floating around. If you can find it, God bless you. I think it's on Facebook of him. Like in these like John B like colored sunglasses and these big earrings and he's really skinny and this beard thing and I'm like if I saw that thing walking down the street I wouldn't even blink it would no. be like oh. if the internet can find Ashley Darby's biological father listen they can find they can find this photo they can find That's- this photo. The internet is crazy. Yeah. The internet is insane. I remember when that photo was circulating and I was just blown away at how much she looks like him. I know that we're not here to talk about Ashley Darby, but I just have to say that. It's fine. Yeah. No, it's, it's crazy. So, okay. I'm just going to ask you a couple quick questions about Bravo because I know you're a big Bravo fan. Like you watch the shows. I do. So who is your favorite current housewife not on your cast? Oh, my, okay. This is controversial. Oh I'm I'm really having a lot of feelings about and for Erica. Oh god. That was my next I'm, question. Yeah, I so okay. right now I'm just like I'm dialed into her whole situation and I'm watching and I'm just I'm in it, I'm invested. Oh. Like y'all had me cuz I don't usually like engage in like housewives fodder. But y'all was talking about this Hulu documentary, so I went and watched it, and I, it got me more invested because I kind of felt like the documentary was was not slated in her favor purposely. It was and slating. yeah, yeah, like, it was so. I watched it five times. <gasps> I actually just watched it last night. You are the historian, yeah. Because I was just like, I need to relive this because this gave me such yeah. a rush, and yeah. Listen, I go back and forth on Erica every single episode. Like, one minute yeah. I feel bad for her. The next minute I'm like, she knew everything. And then the next yeah. – like, I can never I don't figure it knew. out. I still don't think she knew. I think that – I think that when you are married to a high-powered attorney like she is slash was – I mean, in the documentary they talk about how – his law firm had like 900 cases and 9,000 um, clients. Yeah. And it's you, when you are working on that level and on that scale, you don't come home and talk about work with your beautiful trophy of a wife. No. You, you come home and you sit down together and she puts the plate on the table and she says, how was your day? And you say, fine, honey, it was great. And then you talk about pretty mess and her being on tour and, yeah. you know, that stuff. It's pleasantries. And see, she I did not know that. Like, I think, again, I say this all the time. There's a lack of nuance within the housewives community. Like, yes, where people sure. can't understand that it's not so black and white. Like, oh, I do gosh. think Tom could have been a supporting husband, but also yes. very cold and distant with her. 100%. I think like I totally understand. Yes. My next question. Lisa Rinna tweeted about Real Houses of Potomac. Oh Lord. 
how do you think she would do in the Real Housewives of Potomac? I, I personally think, think she would last four minutes. It's two and a half. So what I I tweeted or I responded on Instagram. I responded, and I believe that my response was, "Girl gone." Like G apostrophe O N gone. It's very southern. Um, no, no. And then I think I also tweeted, "Stop in the name of no." Respectfully, because no, ma'am, Pam, no, girl. This is just. It, this is like, it's a, it's a it's a it's just a case of I'm bored and I'm just um you know she was probably like in her bed like rubbing her dogs and Harry was strumming on his guitar with his acrylic nail and like just she had she was bored. Yeah, well, I want to be with those Potomac girls, ma'am. We would eat you for snacks. Yes, snacks like. She, yeah, I won't get into that, but she lasts four minutes. <laughs> yeah, as she should. Because I, I will. I mean, and that might be fun about her. Yes, many people do. Many people do. Fuck Mary Kill. Okay. Jamal, Michael Darby, or Eddie. Oh my god. Okay, this is easy. I would marry Eddie, obviously, because Eddie is next to my husband. Eddie is that husband. He's a dream husband and a dream father. There's a, wait, really quick. Sorry to interrupt you. I just have to, I have a really random thought. There was yes. this moment at last season's reunion where like you guys were like cutting to commercial or something like you all were talking yeah. and Eddie was taking photos of Wendy. Like she was like uh-huh. turned around her chair and like smiling. Yeah. I was like, oh my yeah. God, the bar like, is literally in the ground. I just got chills because there's, he, there's just so pure and he's just, again, his energy is just like, oh. You are just a good, you're a good man. Like Chris and I joke all the time, like when we meet nice people, I'll say, oh, that's a, he's a nice boy. Or that's a nice girl. Eddie is just a nice boy. Like, yeah. just, you just you can just like think of him as a child. He was just always a nice boy. But yes, Eddie, I would marry Eddie. Okay. Um, I would obviously just have to murder Darby. <laughs> that would have obviously. to be. And I guess... And then that leaves Jamal. I guess. Ew. Ah. Sure. I guess we're. Yeah. You know. And then, so you have an album coming out. I a do. full album. Like, yes. congratulations. There's a Thank helicopter you. flying overhead. There's always a oh, soundscape okay. on this podcast. I, ah. There's always something going on. Um, yes. What is your favorite song on the album? Oh, my God. I, um, I don't have one favorite, but... Um, I think right now there's a song called Is It Enough that I just love. I love the production on it. I love the lyrics. I love the melody. I love the background vocals. Like, and we, it took us a minute to get it right because um, it wasn't actually supposed to be on the album. And one of my producers, shout out to Dave Lindsay, we were like wrapping up another song and he just played this, um, the me- the beat for it. And I was like, what is this? And um, he didn't say, he was just, he just let it play. And I was like, well, what is this? Who does it belong to? And he was like, well, it's mine. I'm like, okay, so do, does somebody have it? Like, who has it? And he was just kind of giggling. And so my main, I, I only have one co-writer. Um, Nye, Nyeri Davidson, he, it was actually his song 
And he had said to Dave that he didn't think I should have it because it it was it didn't fit. It wasn't me. Oh, okay. And I was like, well, well, F what Nye says. I want this song. If nobody else has it, it's mine. So then we recorded it. And um, I, did, I recorded it with my vocal producer, Anisha Burchett. Shout out to Anisha. Um, and it was not easy. It was like, because it, it's kind of like a talk singy song. Yeah. And I'm not a talk singer. I wasn't until I was. And so it, it was it was like a challenge. And then I had to go back in because I didn't like some of the parts and I had to recut some things. So when it finally came together and they added like the extra instrumentation and the background vocals were added, um, I like I loved it. And now I just it's I'm obsessed with the song. But I can't wait. I'm obsessed with a lot of my I love Show Me on the album. Um, I love I love the first track. I think that everybody's going to get a kick out of the first track. Um, the second track, I they're all good. Like, yeah, everything. I love the whole album. That's so exciting. So when is it coming? So... Can you give us any hints? If you subscribe to any of the music streaming services, mm-hmm. and I hope you are following me and, you know, have me in your favorites, mm-hmm. you it's might just be Candace. able to... Just, it's just Candace. Not Candace Stiller. It's just like Candace. Yep. One name only. Yep. Yep. If you go into your Spotify or into your Apple Music, you might see a surprise. Oh, I was just in it today. Yeah. So, and just this morning, I was given the news about some some important dates. So, oh my god, that's so exciting. I'm pretty sure that if yeah, if you check out your your streaming services and search my name, you'll you'll see some some pre order dates. Oh, that's awesome. So pre-order the album. I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on. I'm sorry we chatted for so long. No. I this I that you're this is like the most fun podcast. Like it's oh, you're you. easy to talk to. It's like kikiing with a homegirl with your girlfriend. Yeah. I had all my notes. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, and none of them make sense. Yeah. Ah. Like they're all over the place. <laughs> Like, I have a crown. I drew a crown next to Eddie's name. Like, I'm a loser. I'm a real loser. Um, I love it. I love it. Because I just love him so much. But I just want to say thank you so much. Tell everybody where they can find you, find you on, like, all platforms. Yes. So, on Twitter, I am the real, is it the real Candace? What is it? What's my new Twitter name? Yes, the real Candace. I just changed it. It's the real Candace. We are trying to change my Instagram to that as well. But Instagram is not letting me be great. But yes, yeah, so CandyGal09 on Instagram. Um, Candice on all streaming platforms. Stream and download and watch Drive Back. It is still available. And thank you to everybody that's been streaming and watching and downloading. Love you all so much. And the album is coming soon. New single first, then album. So I'm sprinkling you all with I can't wait. All right. Well, you have a good rest of your day, Candace, and thanks again. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. You know those cigarette butts that you see every day? They're made of microplastics and they line our streets and waterways. 
On California beaches, they're the number one plastic you'll find. Over 35 years, cleanups have collected millions combined. But no matter where you see them, they're all getting smaller, eventually leaching into our food, our air, our water. The tobacco industry's to blame for all of the harm that they do. For the harm to the people we love, and the harm to you too. Learn more at undo.org. No, not now. That sounds like it's going to cost you. I know what to do. I'm going to CashNetUSA.com. I can apply in minutes, get an instant decision, and if approved, I could have the money in my account as soon as the same business day. When you need money fast, be the hero. Go to CashNetUSA.com to apply for the money you need now. The exact timing as to when your loan funds will be available will be determined by your banking institution.